Welcome to the Wedding Tea Podcast. This is your bridesmaid, Ashley. And your bridesmaid, Kristen. And we have a special guest. Hello, everyone. It's Ashley with Elston Maker Events. Whoop, whoop. All right, what do we want to talk about today? Oh, wait, well, first, let's talk about yeah. Ashley a little bit. <laughs> so, um, Ashley is the, um, what, what is, what's your title technically? I guess owner. Owner, <laughs> owner, wedding owner planner, and like lead, lead planner, I guess. I, Boss. I'm just a, yeah, I'm a one woman <laughs> show right now. I do have an assistant um, that works with me on day of events, um, but it's just me like behind the scenes I'm the person that if you dm me on instagram like I'm who you talk to I'm who you talk to if you email so you do everything you wear all the hats (laughs) yes (laughs) well it's not too uncommon with business owners I know the feeling but damn that's hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) no it's it's good though and it's so it's always different Mm -hmm. and I think that is so important for like employee engagement Mm -hmm. as far like me being that employee to just (laughs) always feel like I have something uh, different and interesting to well, kind that, of like tackle that. That week. must be nice to always feel like connected to your own business too. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of people like as their businesses get huge, they get like emotionally disconnected slightly mm-hmm. or, you know, they don't know about everything. So amen. Okay. <laughs> amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is nice for it to still be like, that's your baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very intimate connection for yeah. sure. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we've worked with you on, um, some style shoots and even some, um, editorial publications for yeah. Oregon Bride, which was really fun. Thank yes. you for including those. Absolutely. That was awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, and, uh, you know, Kristen and I, we've been following you on social media and like you just like post really insightful um, like tips on your social media. And I think that um, really has set you apart from like other wedding planners. Thank um, you. How long have you been doing this? The business will be five in February next month. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. I keep kind of like trying to go over in my head like, sh- what should I do for the the five year? I feel like that kind of warrants a bit of a, a celebration or maybe like some kind of exciting giveaway or something like that. Yeah, or but at least a glass of champagne. Yeah. At the yeah. Very least, at the very least a glass of champagne. You raised a five-year-old. Yes. Yeah. And that's so crazy, you know, to like look back on that because I started with uh, being in human resources and that's what my degree is in and then moved to a remote role when my company kind of like outsourced that talent acquisition piece. And during that time, I had all of this kind of like extra time being a remote employee and not having to like travel to and from work. So I did an internship with Bridal Bliss, which was amazing. And then I, because of that internship experience, I was able to get a role at a uh, regional conference center as an event coordinator. So I had two years of like solid experience in an event center that had, um, you know, multiple like rental components to it and different like flexible meeting space up to like 25,000 square feet and um, an exclusive on-site caterer and everything. So kind of learning the ins and outs of all of that logistics wise, like what goes into getting stuff set and all of that. And then decided to kind of launch this as like a side hustle. And now um, I took it full time in December of 2019, which had I had a crystal oh, no. ball, I know I was kind of, whenever I tell people that I'm like, because. oh man, <laughs> but sometimes taking a leap is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really like 
not that the pandemic was cool by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but the fact that so much education pivoted to an online like webinar style thing gave yeah. me the opportunity to learn for in situations that I probably would not have been able to afford to like travel to, you know, Las Vegas or like the East Coast or anything like that to be attending conferences in person mm-hmm. um, when I had the time to do so. So with everybody staying home and everything, it was like, oh, and now this is just an online thing and I could like attend it from my couch. So I felt like it was a nice educational year and a nice year to like lay groundwork. And I did still have like seven weddings on the books that were just those smaller, like extremely mandated and, and guidelined celebrations. But yeah, that's how I got, that's how I got here. And now we'll be five. That's probably pretty useful too, that like your beginnings, you had to immediately like figure something else out. Whereas if you had been doing this a long time and you had a routine going and then the pandemic happened, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that'd probably be like a big old halt and like, and yeah. A, yeah, an extreme pivot. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. It's also yeah. a good opportunity, I think, to um, that you took that time to educate yourself more because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people jump into, like, a business yeah. just kind of, like, winging it and figuring it out as they go. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you had had some experience, but I think that's really great that you took the opportunity to educate yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and it was good. It was always – it's always great information, and I'm one of those – people that believes that like we never stop learning like the world never stops turning so there's truly no one that ever knows absolutely everything about one specific subject you know trends are changing Mm -hmm. like constantly yeah guidelines are changing I'm sure you experienced like when you moved into this space that there were probably things in here that had to be updated to like the new code Mm -hmm. or whatever so (laughs) don't get her started (laughs) (laughs) we were basically rebuilt this whole building yeah 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 so that kind of thing is is true in in any industry I feel like we just never stop Mm -hmm. we never stop learning never stop growing yeah Yeah, you have to be flexible Mm -hmm. and willing to roll with the punches because yeah nothing everything's changing all the time Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, I know that, like, even the pandemic itself, like, that was, like, a huge, like, period of, like, uh, change in, like, people's perceptions and, Mm -hmm. um, like, things that they wanted, and, like, that was a huge learning curve for everybody, no matter how long they've been in the industry. Mm -hmm. It's nice, because it also kind of gave, I feel like, uh, couples a break from, like, having to be so cookie cutter you know like now it's like oh it's normal to have like a wedding on top of a mountain or it's normal to like just do intimate weddings or something really wild yes before it was like very I don't know not mundane but like what's the word I'm looking for (laughs) Uh, cookie cutter traditional Traditional, that's the word Mm -hmm. so yeah it's like I feel like it's a lot easier to stray from traditions now yeah Yeah. I think as time goes on just in general people are branching out and how they do things and and making things more uniquely their own and intentional yeah Yeah. exactly yes Yes, that was the word I was going to use yeah as a a planner it is such a joy to see people really leaning into creating a celebration that is such a reflection of Mm -hmm. them and their love story versus um maybe whoever is financially contributing to the celebration, like a parent figure or something like that, kind of pulling the strings and saying like, no, it is going to be at this country club and we are going to have fish and steak and we are going to, you know, use silk floral or whatever. <laughs> exactly. God forbid. <laughs> you know, silk, I've seen beautiful silk floral, but I, I do prefer 
a life bloom. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure Chaz would agree with you. Yes, too. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I think that like in the past, it was like kind of, there was kind of a template for weddings. Like mm-hmm. you do this and this and this and this, and you do it in this order and you do it this way. And now people are changing you know, where and when and how mm-hmm. they do things. And I think that it's it's becoming more fun, I think, for wedding professionals too mm-hmm. because yeah. every event is so different from yeah. any other event. Um, and it's really fun to get creative in that way. Yeah, and being in this industry is such a treat creatively because we get to kind of bend the will to like our clients needs or, or wants mm-hmm. or dreams or anything. And it's like, there are truly professionals out there that if somebody comes to me and says, oh, I really want this and it doesn't exist in someone's rental inventory, it's like, well, I know someone who can build that. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not available, it is, you know, you have to be willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> there or are, know somebody. <laughs> we, we have that power to like, I'm not a great sketch artist, but I know somebody at, you know, Royce's prop shop or, um, party place or something that can like draw it up and yeah and and go forth and, and build it and you can have that yeah 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 it's really wonderful I think creatively and even on the organizational side um, I think people are like foregoing um, like planning for certain things in mm-hmm. exchange for other things mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me I gave her the plague <laughs> yeah I'm just getting over a whole- <laughs> Whole thing. <laughs> it is cold and flu season. It is, man. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that what I had, I've already had it though, and it's over. Now. Can't do that again, man. No, I don't have it in me. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Um, we were just talking about like people. Oh, changing, changing yeah. the being norm. able to be creative. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but even though I think that people are doing things a lot differently, there are still some things that kind of have to fit um, in a structure in order for things to, like, function properly. Mm-hmm. And I think that includes, like, the planning process. Like, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you're booking your vendors in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Whatever vendors those are that you're using and whatever you're doing with those vendors definitely can, be, can flex. But you have to make sure that, like, you're – getting your planning done and and then your day of like flow and function also has to work timeline Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes absolutely (laughs) and a note on the planners like for any potentially engaged people that are listening it is so important um that my clients be respectful of my vendors time Mm -hmm. and knowing that everybody works differently too right there's some vendors that are like oh take as long as you need with a proposal and there are other people that are like I need a decision within 48 hours because I have five other people that are inquiring about this date mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I cannot get you a proposal and you cannot you know take then 14 days or sometimes even a month can't drag your feet of, yeah of decision time or hemming and hawing or anything like that and truly you know when we're at Target and we're looking at the sweater we decide right then if we want to buy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not it's not something that you need to necessarily take a lot of time to decide on. Now, of course, things that have like a menu attached to it or um, decisions within decisions. Yeah, decisions within decisions. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Um, that kind of stuff needs more time. Even then. As long as we, if you've had a a tasting with that caterer or you know that you really love that florist's style 
um, or that photographer's style, but you're deciding whether or not you want to do albums or you want to do an engagement session or anything like that. If we know wholeheartedly we're getting good vibes from this vendor, we like what they do, lock them in. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you can make all of that stuff after you can make up your mind on all of that stuff after the fact. Yeah, if you do it a year in advance, like you're Completely. like you should, you've got plenty of time to Completely. figure it out later. Yeah. But I understand also from the bride's pers- perspective of being indecisive because mm-hmm. I'm actually usually like pretty okay, I'm not going to say I'm super decisive, but like usually <laughs> like I'll imper- impulse purchase all the time. Sure. <laughs> but I guess with the wedding, something's changed slightly with me because it's like such an emotional big thing I I uh, like automatically I'm like was that r- the right choice yes. and it's like something small yeah wasn't like was that the right choice but like yeah it's it is like a psychological thing that as the bride or groom you kind of just gotta like wrestle your own inner demons like completely. and trust that you did make the right choice completely and it reminds me of the sex in the city movie the first one where he's like I thought we were going to the courthouse I thought we were doing the small thing and she's like the dress Ups the ante. Yeah. (laughs) And it's true. (laughs) I'm team Carrie all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think emotion just makes everything change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When it's closer to your heart, it gets, I don't know. I don't know. It fucks with you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That is a a true statement. Yeah. I I constantly have to remind myself, like, just, just relax and Mm -hmm. make a decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'll one, figure thing it that, out. one thing I always <laughs> tell my clients when they're struggling about something, um, and I can tell from a, an industry professional standpoint that it's a it's going to be a non-issue mm. sort of thing, but they're like, I don't know if I should have a matte napkin or a satin napkin, or I don't know if this glass tone matches the other glassware that we've chosen to be on the table. And I always say, no one's going to leave your wedding saying, I cannot believe. <laughs> that this glassware didn't match or no one's gonna leave your wedding going I can't believe she chose a matte napkin instead of a satin napkin <laughs> you know nobody says that <laughs> nobody's gonna remember that yeah. and also like that scene in, at the end of bridesmaids where she's like why can't you just be happy for me and then go talk about me behind my back like a normal person <laughs> like that I would appreciate if, that <laughs> if somebody's gonna talk shit about your satin napkins it's not gonna be to your face they're gonna say it to somebody else yep. so it doesn't matter <laughs> because you liked it exactly trust yourself and yeah. trust your own taste yeah and I think that's a really important point too is like the wedding is for you and yeah. the person that you're marrying and it's not about your parents or your friends right. or your guests and yeah. they'll be I mean, they'll be happy to be there and to be part of, like, that special experience that you're having and sharing with them. Absolutely. And it's easy to get, like, obsessed with the little details, but Mm -hmm. in the end, like, you're not going to really remember. It's going to be a blur. Even the big things are going to be a blur. You're going to be like, man, I wish I could remember more of that. Yeah, you're going to remember that (laughs) overall feeling that everything came together to, like, create this like vibe and you're not going to necessarily remember every tiny detail. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, how have like timeline preparations been going for you, Krista? Are you even there yet? <laughs> no. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, are we? So that's kind of our next step is to sit down and go over like timeline and also like her, the task needs. Cause we're doing uh, a lot of DIY for her wedding because sure. her budget's not huge. So we're going to be enlisting a lot of friends and family to help. So mm-hmm. we need to kind of make like an assignment. List I don't know what a timeline is. Oh. 
I mean, okay, yes, I do. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. I know what a timeline <laughs> is. But I I don't really know like every detail that needs to go into one and I don't know how <sighs> help me. <laughs> well the the timelines that I create and I use a program called Timeline Genius and if anyone listening to this or you two are not aware of that program. I've never heard of it. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Eddie Babbage and his team have done such an amazing job creating this software that is quite literally all encompassing of every detail that you would need to have on that day. And it's also editable to a point where if you want to share a schedule with wedding party or perhaps family members that need to be on site for pictures at a certain time, we can include them in that, but we can back out all of the vendor information that's like, okay, but I don't need to know when rentals are coming and I don't need to know when yeah, the florist is coming on site, but I do need to know when photos are and what time I need to be ready or a specific schedule for transportation. Uh-huh. I don't need to know all of yes, that. Yes, you can stuff, kind of have a master you can schedule. Have tailored, you yes. Can oh, so like if, they, if I just wanted to see what this person's involved with, you can, yes. oh, wow. Yeah. And what's so, that called again? Timeline Genius, yeah. Well, that's a fitting name. I know, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, it is... One of my favorite parts of like being in this business and one of my favorite like software pieces that I get to share with clients um, and vendors alike because they have a, a very collaborative stake in it as well. But basically I use what's called like a genius feature. So they allow you to use a template or you can use this genius feature or you can create one from scratch. And if you use the genius feature, it asks you to put in the significant other's names, um, the address or like kind of vendor Rolodex, if you will. So every single vendor that's going to be on site that day, um, getting ready locations and then whether or not there's a first look and then what denomination uh, the ceremony is going to be under. If it's like civil Christian or um, Jewish or any any other kind of wow know, something so that would right a down lot to the little time. detail yeah Catholic so it's like includes so a full cool. mass for you or anything yeah so and then once you know that information you can click generate and it will throw up like a general framework for the timeline of the day and kind of assign everything in there and then we can go in and manipulate stuff and say going mm, to need a little extra time here yeah or there. and we know that rentals aren't going to come the day before we know they're going to come that day you know on Saturday between 10 and 1 or whatever so we can manipulate that kind of stuff add addresses add wedding party all of that kind of stuff you can even set text message reminders so if you know you have that one groomsman that's like never on time or whatever we can that's set, me yeah <laughs> it's you. I'm that groomsman you, you better be on time for your I, I know I know yeah I will be. Yeah. <laughs> so you can set a, a text message reminder to be like, hey. You're getting married is, today. This you is should show up. Yep. In 30 <laughs> minutes. Like you should be leaving now. You should be getting in the car now to go do the thing. That's awesome. So yeah. Super, super fun. So that, um, that piece of information is probably like what people think of first when they think of hiring a wedding planner is the timeline. Because I feel like that's what gets all the glory in, uh, in Hollywood, mm. so to speak. It's like the yeah. organization and the timeline. The clipboard. The emergency kit. <laughs> yeah, the clipboard. Um, so how that works with me is that we throw up that framework. We kind of tweak it a little bit. And then about 30 days out from the event, if not sooner, I'm reaching out to all of the people that are going to be on site that day and sharing that with them. And they get a link. And then they get to go into the timeline and comment directly on timeline items and say yeah, this looks good, or I feel like I'm going to need 45 minutes for this instead of an hour. Can you adjust? And we tweak that. Adjust everybody gives. Yep, everybody gives their blessing, like signs off on it, and then I walk through it with the couple one last time. That's and then so we cool. send everybody a final copy like 14 days ahead of the event. 
Um, and then if there are changes that need to be made, it's not the 11th hour. Yeah. And we're not missing, you know, we're not risking somebody not checking their email 10 hours before an event starts, you know, because they've gotten it now a week in advance mm -hmm. with updates mm -hmm. versus the other way. So it allows me to put floor plans in there as well. Um, there's a contact section. So every single vendor, their Instagram handle, their phone number, their email address, like it's all in there. It's neat. It's concise. It's, it, it's any question the, whole, needed, the holy document yeah, of the day, yeah, that's <laughs> so awesome. to speak. Yeah. That's really helpful. When, so we love getting timelines and vendor contact information Absolutely. Yeah. like a month in advance. It's great that even if it's a rough draft and that there's going to be a final one later, because we have all these other documents that we have to create based on like all that information, like seating charts and that Absolutely. kind of thing, because we have like, we have like one document we create with everything organized. So it's easy to read for our front of house. And then another one that's easy to read for our back of house. So, um, that just, that sounds really amazing, the Timeline Genius. I'm looking forward to checking that out sometime. Yeah, definitely. And another program I use on the seating chart side of things is called Mary, M-E-R-R-I. And um, Randy is the creator of that. And she has, she did it based on her own wedding because she was like, oh, I can't, I couldn't like really get a feel for what her venue looked like. So it's actually 3D renderings of, of venues. And if your venue isn't on it, you can either partner with them or I could request that they add, you know, arc light per se, mm -hmm. and they take the measurements and then they kind of throw up the, the walls with the doors in it and the windows in it at a certain point. And then I can go in with, and I heard that Party Place is partnering with them as well. So oh, every oh, single crazy. piece of Party Place inventory, I could like drag and drop into this space and actually build out someone's event, how it's going to look. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. And so someone seating, who cannot visualize things without seeing them like yes. myself, that sounds amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you get to do like an actual 3D walkthrough of, of what your space looks like with the actual items that will be there. Like the furniture and the rentals. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. that sounds awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. The party <clears throat> the party place has always been our rental partner yeah. too. And then of course with the new venue, we're going to be um, using them a lot. So I think yeah. it'd be great for us to get signed up for that. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then on the seating side of that, for full service clients, I manage all of their RSVPs. So when those come back in with um, a meal selection, if they're doing plated and then like dietary restrictions, I take that and I throw that into Mary. And then my clients can just log into Mary and look at the seating, the floor plan as it currently stands and drag and drop people into the chairs and then when I export that PDF, it says like guest here is at table one, seat one, chose fish and has a gluten allergy. Oh, that's awesome. And it's all That in sounds so much organized. more yeah. efficient than sticky notes, yes. which is what I thought we were going to do. Yeah. No, you don't have to. I can show you the way. Man, I just bought some. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find another use for them. I will. <laughs> that's crazy. That sounds super useful. Yeah. Yeah, and what's it called again? That one's called Mary. Mary. Yeah, M-E-R-R-I. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, so a tool like that is helpful, but I think that also it's really important to have the expertise of a planner because they've seen so many weddings happen, mm -hmm. and they know what, like, some things can that can come up that can, like, put a wrench into, like, the plan, mm -hmm. um, and they can do things in advance to help prevent those things from happening. Mm -hmm. um, what are some like considerations and about timeline in general that you think are really important to think about? Yeah, hair and makeup always seems to kind of run over. So the way that I pad for that is that I put a 45 minute buffer before the ceremony. And I say, hey, you guys need to be like hidden away at this point. Um, and that 
allows for photography to run an extra 45 minutes if it needs to. Because truthfully, you don't need, do you need 45 minutes of downtime? No, you're all, everyone is anxious and kind of like yeah. vibing on the excitement at that point, like has the jitters. Um, sometimes people are drinking heavily at that point, <laughs> like in the wedding party, which I'm like, hey, pump the brakes. We I know if I'm it. nervous about something, I just want to do it. Yeah, just do it. Exactly. I don't want to sit anticipation puts me in a hole. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, having that buffer in there just allows for photography to have a little bit more of a breather. And yeah. if hair and makeup runs over, then we can use that time and allot it differently. Um, similarly, I would say I haven't really had, well, I do have, I do have one wedding horror story with catering that I can share <laughs> about <wait>. catering, like <laughs> hurting the timeline. Oh, no. essentially. I love juicy goss. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That was a that was a journey. Um, but typically the caterers that, that I work with and get to partner with are all very on top of their game. They bring Mm -hmm. full staff in, they run it like a restaurant. So once I get them down the aisle and we get them in and we get them seated, you know, everybody's done their grand entrance. I'm like, okay, this is, this is your gig now. Like I'm, I'll be here and I'm, I'm orbiting, you know, the event space to make sure that nobody needs anything. But I typically get to turn it over to them at that point and they get to run the show. And then when it's dance time, it's, it's entertainment show. Mm -hmm. So I'm there. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. And I'm just there to remind, you know, gently be like, Hey, ready for toasts? Like (laughs) you want to move into this now? Like, how are we feeling? We want to cut the cake. You want to serve dessert? Um, And just kind of like kick off those things as they come up. But the timeline in my experience, and I'm sure Ashley, you've witnessed this too, is like a very fluid document mm-hmm. towards th- like dinner it's service definitely and not after. Like set in stone. Yeah, we check in a lot with planners. Like the ceremony's happening. Like, are we on time yep. for the next step? And like, we check it almost every step of the way just to make sure. Like, do we need to push a little bit and mm-hmm. wait on starting? like cooking for another 10 minutes if things are running behind yeah. or are we don't want these salads to wilt. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, I know that's one thing that like chef is always like stressed about. Uh-huh. And so we're really good about just checking with the planner periodically throughout the event just to make sure everything's on timeline, yeah. but it doesn't always go exactly to plan. Like we mm-hmm. had a wedding where um, a bride just got really nervous and she was traveling from uh, St. John's to um, Southeast Portland and she was like an hour and a half late just because Ooh. like her she was so nervous that her like stomach was hurting her oh, and like no. it was just really sad oh, that she was her. feeling that way yeah, <laughs> on her wedding day um but definitely things like that do come up at times mm-hmm. and we just have to learn to go with the flow um and that's why communication on the day of is so important so important yes absolutely yeah there's a I'll be nervous, but not that <laughs> nervous, I hope. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that sounds like <clears throat> some a situation I would be in, but we had such a, like, a low key yeah. wedding that we just kept it super <laughs> easy breezy. Hella chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're emotional, you know, yeah. and emotion shows up as, uh, like, the body's stress response mm-hmm. is different for everyone. Some people get neck pain, some people get headaches, some people have, um, you know, Movements. like, surprise IBS yep. on the day of, like. <laughs> That's actually one of my biggest fears that keeps me up at night, that that <laughs> might happen. It's not, like, a common thing, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. No. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like everybody wants to like celebrate with their closest family and friends, but then being the center of attention is Mm -hmm. like a whole nother thing. And that can be hard. And you put yourself in that situation because you want that to share that experience with everybody. But uh, on the other side, you may not be a person that 
thrives in that type of exactly. situation. Yeah. So the way that we kind of address that um, on my side of things is letting couples know that like we don't, there doesn't have to be toasts if you don't want people to look at you. Um, <laughs> look at me. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't have to be a thing. You do not have to dance for two and a half minutes. We can have your DJ fade out your music after a minute, a minute and a half. It's like, and that's 90 seconds. Can you do 90 seconds of something? They're like, yeah, I think we can do that. Okay, fine. You can do that. Um, I've seen couples yeah. even completely forego things. Yeah, like, we you didn't, didn't do totally. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept asking Joe, like, like, do you want to do a first yeah. dance? He's like, I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, hey, how can we dance to our song? And I'm like, because you never answered me. <laughs> classic yeah <laughs> my husband's a little you gotta difficult. do you gotta do an anniversary <laughs> sesh yeah 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 i'll be your dj yeah <laughs> just me and that. joe and then you DJ. with my ipod yeah. Yeah. and also taking the the focus off of the the couple that's getting married and like how can we design the celebration to be like a thank you to everybody that's in the room that's kind of yeah. like supported and upheld you so far so not that it's not still about that couple, but it kind of gets their minds off of thinking like everyone's looking at me and then it becomes a what can I do for them mm. type of scenario, um, which is where people get like really inventive with like food or their bar situation, signature cocktails and fun, you know, snack, late night snacks or whatever at the end of the night. So that can kind of get their minds thinking in a different way about how they can kind of design it um, differently to create like a great guest experience and take the focus off of themselves. Yeah, that's great. Like weddings for introverts. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> True that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I feel like I don't know you personally a lot, but I feel like you do have this aura about you that is very calming, mm -hmm. which is probably super handy on a high, high stress day. <laughs> well, and you, you get to know your couples for what, a year? Yeah. So, like, they trust you, and I'm sure when, you know, when you see that they're stressed out, you you can see it clearly, and you know how to turn them around. Yeah, I have definitely been able to walk into a space and kind of feel when the energy is a certain way mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But, yes, I have been told that I have a calming personality, and I think Chris Richards at Party Place told me that my voice was like Xanax. It is nice. When I called I'm relaxed. <laughs> Hopefully our listeners are still awake. I, I'm, I'm relaxed. Those, yeah, I'm one of those people that if I listen to a voicemail that, you know, I call my husband, and then he's like, oh, you called me, and he plays the voicemail. I'm like, ugh. You know, I hate listening to my own voice. I think Everybody we all does. do. Yeah. Uh, that was like my biggest concern about starting a podcast, but yeah. I've always wanted to because it's a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to like the sound of my voice. And I was actually like surprised to be okay with yeah. it, but I do prefer it when I'm a little sick. No, you you both have beautiful voices. I'm still annoyed at myself every time I listen no. back. I'm like, stop it. Stop. No. Yeah, you Girl. can't be because I'm a I'm a podcast listener mm. anyways. And there are some podcasts that I just can't do because I don't like Same. Their, I don't like their voices. But I love listening to oh, you. Oh thank you. Oh, yeah. Well we love listening to your voice. <laughs> Come soothe us sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Maybe you should have a podcast. It's just you talking about stuff to help no, like anxiety. Just me. I did Ooh, like, like toy a, with the idea of that. Yeah, like an anti-anxiety bridal podcast. <laughs> Girl, I would listen to that. Yes. <laughs> On those late nights where I'm like scrolling and I'm like, oh no, out of nowhere, I think about napkins. Yeah. <laughs> no I need you. What are you going to do? I need you. <laughs> no one is mad at you. 
I don't know. I was doing it last night until like 2 a.m. scrolling about something, and I don't even remember because it was that minute, not important. But at the time, it felt very important. It happens. <laughs> it happens. We all go down those rabbit holes, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but jumping way back to something I said earlier about, like, there does have to be some structure and flow to mm-hmm. a wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that you think are, like, non-negotiable, like, timeline items for day of? Negotiable. Gosh. I mean, I guess meal service, mm. that's going to be in there no matter what. Um, it varies for me based on what, how much time I allot for certain things based on your guest count and whether or not we're doing plated or we're doing a buffet or we're doing family style. Like, how quickly are people getting food? And if we are doing toasts, I really love to snuggle those in like right after the, like as the meal is ending. Yeah, because so people are already kind of like settled and calm mm-hmm. and like not off doing a million different things. And then there's not a lull because mm-hmm. that is the one thing I feel like I hear couples say like, well, there was the, this wedding that I went to just kind of like stopped and started and it felt really jilted and it didn't like flow and it, it wasn't seamless and everything. So I really try to create like snuggle stuff up against the the back end of something else ending so mm-hmm. that it just is one continuous thing until the dance yeah, floor Yeah, and opens. it needs to be practical, like, mm-hmm. succession of things. Like, you don't want to have, like, something happen. Like, there's some venues that are pretty spread apart. So, like, mm-hmm. say even, like, the Griffin House have something happen, like, way up top, and then the next thing's, like, way down below. And then yeah. you have, you, you know, you don't want to be hurting guests, like, back and forth yeah. to a million different, like, faraway areas. Yeah. But to have, like, even, like, a physical flow is mm-hmm. important as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's been on my mind a lot lately <laughs> is the flow of things and how not to have like awkward lulls and moments mm-hmm. where people are like, so now what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, so one thing that's been on my mind about your wedding in Sick. particular. We're on the same level. Yeah. Is So she wants to do like an exit from the ceremony. That's what's been on my mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't oh. know if it's going to happen. But the, the layout for her ceremony space is a little weird because you come down like a trail um, it's a really narrow trail, like down a hill, and there's benches going down the hill. Um, but when we last visited, and hopefully they'll remove this before her wedding, but they may not. There's like a stump right in the middle, so she's kind of coming down the side. Mm. And then they'll come down to their ceremony, so it's kind of like a auditorium slope. Oh, the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, amphitheater. Um, and um, But there's no, like, she's either going to have to, like, kind of hike back up that hill with you know, off to the side, not in the center because of the stump, or she's going to have to move all of her guests before they exit in order (laughs) to do, like, some sort of, like, confetti thing or sparklers or whatever it may end up being. So we've been trying to figure out, like, how do we make that, like, flow naturally without, like, pausing after the ceremony, asking all the guests to, like, move, and then (laughs) having them leave. Uh, I think your girl's just going to have to hike. (laughs) (laughs) I will be wearing Converse, so it won't be the worst, but it might be strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is there a way for you to exit and come back up around? Like? Through the, the back way? Is there a back Come way? back so the go way. back the way that you came down for the ceremony? Is that what you're saying? I was th- thinking, like, we had a couple of Oaks Pioneer Church that wanted to do that exit with, like, flower mm-hmm. petal, you know, their yeah. ice kind of thing. The iconic and exit. Yeah, <laughs> so they went out, they exited after their ceremony, went around, came in the back door of the church while all other guests exited and lined oh. that aisle and were ready with their 
their flower petals to throw. And then we had the couple come out again mm-hmm. for that like photo op. So moment. they were, they were essentially herded to a different spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have a whole different area that we were considering for the ceremony that we could just use that, but. <laughs> like all the way over at the flag thing. Yeah. I mean, it is on the way out anyway for all of us. Yeah, I think, though, that you'd have to move people, like, really far for that mm. just to ha- do that one little moment, and then they have to go to then another area. Yeah. So it's really hard, but I do think that, like, in that regard, it's really important to consider, like, the layout of your venue Absolutely. and how you're, you're doing your timeline. Because your timeline, even if you want the same exact, like, activities to happen at a wedding, it's going to be completely different if it's at – the Griffin House versus the Evergreen, mm-hmm. or what, or or the Girl Scout, Girl Scout camp. camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, moving, different. and moving 225 guests is a lot different than moving 35 yeah. guests mm-hmm. or 50 guests. Yeah, yeah. and that some of our some guests time. are going to have some mobility issues too, sure. so we have to take that into consideration too. Yeah, it's not going to be easy to move people, mm-hmm. but. The girl can hike. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that probably is going to be your best The girl can hike. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just need a little help picking up that poofy dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope they move that stump because if that's in the way, you're going to be like off to the side and not in the center of your guests. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, just oh. jump over it. You know, <laughs> climb yeah, up make, on it and jump I'll off I'll make it. that the threshold, jump over it. Yeah. <laughs> you can build stairs go over it. Yeah. <laughs> just roll a whole carpet over it. We know. Make it look regal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stump, but it's sexy, so. <laughs> so it's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, things like that. Um, I've, if we did have to herd people or even if we choose to hike, that's going to change the timeline because that's mm-hmm. not just a quick exit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You have to consider that. And then um, you also have to consider your timeline in regards to like what your plan A is and plan B, especially totally. if you're depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. So we have one plan that's that's going to be if the weather is ideal and all mm-hmm. of that. And But if we have to change to another plan where even like plan B might even include like an entirely different like serving style for food or mm-hmm. something like that so it'll definitely make an impact yeah true that I mean weather can change the whole thing Mm -hmm. which kind of sucks because that could change the drop of a hat in Oregon like it could we could wake up rainy dreary and then perfect by three o'clock yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) that is one thing like we had a um a bride a couple years ago who there was rain in the forecast the week of our wedding and she didn't like pre-order a tent so we managed to find between her planner and I the like very last tent in Oregon and it was like not easy to do. We got the tent for her and then it rained in the morning and then it was perfect weather by the time they started their wedding. Gosh. So they didn't even need it. Dang so it. it can be really At least you had it though. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we have the umbrellas in our rental order right now just for peace of mind yeah. and hoping that it doesn't rain, but it's there if it, we need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another thing you'll definitely want to a lot that's kind of like a, I guess it's a non-negotiable if you need it sort of thing, but make sure you allot time for your marriage license to be signed. Oh, yeah. um, like at least 15 minutes for that because it's usually a, a photo moment and it gets like a little posed, you know, or you might get moved due to lighting or something like that. And then make sure that whoever the officiant is, is responsible for that after oh, Jake's dad. signage. Yes. 
<laughs> or if not, you know, sometimes people are like, eh, that person's traveling. It's like a family friend situation. It's not that professional or anything. Um, I'd rather have my mom handle it. That's fine. Just I trust make, them with my make life. sure that someone <laughs> that you trust yeah. knows where it is at all times. Cause yeah. and make they, sure they sign the right one. Right. Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we signed the, like the one that you framed. The pretty one. <laughs> yeah. The fake, the fake C. I didn't know there was a fake C one. I know. And our officiant <laughs> was Joe's brother who lives in Montana. And so he left not signing the actual oh, one. And we're like, Oh it. crud. You so, guys are married yeah. now though, right? Yeah, we are. Officially on paper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are married. I had a, uh, a couple this summer. I had an officiant this summer that came up to me at the rehearsal and said, hey, um, you know that this is like I'm not ordained, right? Oh, no. Oh. And I it, it's kind of just tilted my head to the side and said, does, uh, does a couple know that? And he was like, yeah, 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 they know. And I'm, right. I'm thinking internally, no, they don't. Because you wouldn't be doing this if <laughs> if they knew that. So, um, it obviously, you know, getting ordained in Washington and Oregon is a very easy process yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, something you can do in, like, I think less than an hour mm-hmm. online. Um, uh, but he was like, I do, I do it for friends. Like, I kind of... So do these friends know? I, I witness, but <laughs> oh, I'm no. not actually ordained. And I was like, okay. So... I was like, hey, did you know this couple? And they were like, no, we didn't know this. And I was like, cool, not a problem. We'll get it handled. So I go back to the efficient person and say, hey, this is the website you got to go to. I need you to do this tonight. Mm-hmm. Like right non-negotiable. Now. <laughs> and he was like, okay. Then the next day I'm at the ceremony site. You know, it's about, I don't know, bridal party has arrived. So it's like two hours before uh, ceremony and he comes up to me and he goes hey how's the day going I was like did you get ordained last night and he was like yeah I did and I was like then it's a great day <laughs> Every, <laughs> everything is is fine it's a great day to get ordained yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a Completely. great party trick hey yeah. I'll marry you but you won't be uh, married yeah. jazz hands <laughs> psych <laughs> at least he didn't pull it day of oh yeah I mean I still think we could have probably yeah it would have been fine either way fine, but, but like yeah, Thank you. It was, it was definitely an <laughs> eye-opening moment. And oh I was like, thanks for letting me know. So now that's that's a question I always ask. That's one of those things that just gets thrown into, hey, are you ordained? My officiant is not here? ordained yet, but he will be. It'll be easy. You got time. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to mess up. <laughs> no, he won't. It's his son. <laughs> <laughs> you got time. One thing. We won't. We, we'll make sure this happens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Timeline. Yeah, so what about, um, like, the overall timeline for planning? Are there important, like, tips to consider when people are planning without a planner? Because otherwise they would have, you know, all the wealth of knowledge that comes from working with someone with a lot of experiences or something Mm -hmm. um, that you maybe see a lot happen that should be avoided. I see a lot of folks that aren't working with planners sending out invitations just, like, wildly early or save the dates mm-hmm. wildly early. And I still have to, sometimes I feel like I have to arm wrestle my clients about that because they feel like they should give people more of a heads up. What's a good things. time on that? Because I have that anxiety too. Yeah. And I'm I, not sure. <laughs> I haven't sent them yet, yeah. but like only because I am indecisive. Yeah. <laughs> I always say to a lot of like stationers that I follow, um, say like the 8-10 rule, so like 8 to 10 months in advance for save the dates and then eight to 10 weeks for invitations. Oh, okay. Yeah. And anything more than that, you run the risk of like, think about any time that you have gotten an invitation for something that is, 
I don't know. Six, Forever away. Six months. You forget in about advance it. Or something. Or yeah. everyone comes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you tell yourself, you can think about it later because mm-hmm. you have so much time. Exactly. And then you forget because then there's no other thing coming to remind you. Right. Yeah. yeah. You toss it in the the received mail, you know, the inbox or and whatever then that you buried. have. Yeah. And then it gets buried under everything else. So, and then somebody's calling you going, hey, are you coming? Which is, I'm, I'm so sorry because you will have to do that, oh, you yeah. know eventually oh no I know <laughs> it is I'm that person that forgets biggest. the RSVP so I am guilty mm. <laughs> I know you'll never do that again I Once, won't yeah like I anytime won't. never since again. uh like my wedding happened anytime we get an invite in the mail I'm like RSVP and back in the mail like mm-hmm. same afternoon yeah she I'm like, sends me calendar invitations to meetings and I'm like I'll be there RSVP I've learned my lesson. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once you've had to call 30 people yeah. that didn't RSVP, yeah. it's, you understand that, like, you don't want to put somebody else in that position. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Such I a didn't, headache. I didn't even RSVP to your wedding, but I well, was in it. Yeah. So. Yeah, she was my maid of honor. On a past episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> I've learned. I'm I'm a better woman. Yeah. You were even on time, which is impressive. I was. I was early. <laughs> yeah. I did your makeup. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have not sent out my my save the dates. I was gonna do that this weekend. Am oh. I too early? Well, this would when? be the ten month mark. So yeah, yeah, I'm early. Well, so I should eight just to ten months is yeah. is I'm a gonna, good time to. Send I'm gonna wait out. eight. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, that'll give you some time to get them all printed. You can yeah. them in advance, and then I think it's never like a bad idea to like have your invitations like done early you don't need yeah to I want to have them completed done. yeah mm-hmm. have them all addressed and all put together but and then just be ahead of the game so when it's time to mail them you just pop them in the mail. totally yeah. yeah and I heard that postage was increasing soon so really? go go buy stamps forever now stamps. <laughs> yeah I'm go just buy gonna go buy now. like 400 stamps yeah, yeah. my mom said she'd them? cover that but I'll do it just and tell her to reimburse me or something. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell her your postage goes is going up. Soon. It's going up, mom. Yeah. <laughs> she listens. <laughs> Hi, mom. That. <laughs> so, eight ten rule on uh, invitations and save the dates, and then um, a lot time to get your marriage license as well in Washington and Oregon. You can do that within sixty days mm-hmm. of your ceremony, and then a lot of places. I always tell people to check with the county that is closest to you and see what their process is. I've seen people do like 100% online. I've seen people do 100% mail-in. I've seen a hybrid version of both where you start the process online and then you go in to kind of finish it and pick up the the marriage license itself. Mm-hmm. So um, just kind of knowing what that process is going to look like for you, even if you research it now, but you, and you set a calendar reminder for yourself, like, okay, got to check in, check back in on this, start this process at, at this date. We'll just take a lot of stress off of you because I feel like yeah, it's an important. Yeah, document. I don't want to forget. People are like, yeah. oh, well, oh my there's god, like, there's like a window too. They don't let you do it early, early. Yeah, like, I can't you do, it right do it between sixty days and fourteen days or whatever before your wedding. And um, when Joe and I got married, um, all the counties like nearest to us said, "Oh, we're like fully booked with appointments through forever, so you can't even get in in that time period." So we, we ended up having to drive out to Hillsboro to yeah. get it in a different county. But yeah. um, luckily, I mean, we had that option and it worked out just fine. It yeah, was just Washington, Washington and Oregon couples can get it at any county within the state that they are getting married at. So, so it would be like a road trip if everyone around here is booked up. Mm-hmm. 
Or if I'm yeah. smart and do it ahead of time. Yeah. You can <laughs> just go out to wine country for the day. We got ours Ooh, at the Yam Hill. Yeah. Oh, Yam Hill nice. County Court well, House. Because we got married in Newburgh. So. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah, want to do that. some wineries up yeah. there. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's a, That does remind me. I want to put a calendar reminder, though. To make sure I do that, because mm-hmm. I don't want to be stressed last minute about anything. Yeah, I would decide where you want to get it, call mm-hmm. them, figure out, like, what what is the time frame, like, if you need an appointment, when's the best time to make mm-hmm. that appointment, and all of that, and then just put it on your calendar. Yeah, will do. I'm going to do that tonight. And then aim to have everything, like, kind of tied, loose ends tied up, all of that kind of stuff, like, two weeks before the wedding, because... You will have family coming in from out of town, every friends coming in from out of town, everybody's going to want to see you, take you to dinner, take you to lunch, go to coffee. Uh, you're going to have, you know, probably beauty appointments, like spa stuff or getting your nails done or anything like that. Allow that to happen within that two weeks and not that you are finishing your, your seating chart or you're you Any know, last trying to pick minute. up. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. To just just pre- yeah. pretend your wedding is two weeks earlier than it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've been <laughs> pretending. I've been pretending that it's now, and that's why I've been so stressed out. <laughs> well, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I know. Jeez, I can't. Girl, you're not it. ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> Maybe not quite that proactive. <laughs> yeah. We. I think we've been like pretty good. So she has her venue. I have all my her majors. Photographer, her florist, her caterer. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah and they, she's only been engaged for what six weeks. Uh, October. I yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah. So oh, not in a great long. spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now it's all the, like, organizing the timeline and, and that kind of thing and then getting assignments because we are doing so much DIY and then mm. we have to talk to different friends and family members to see, like, hey, will you be willing to do this, yeah. like, the day before, the day of, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we have a little bit more um, work to do on just, like, fine-tuning some things. But mm-hmm. I think she's pretty well like ahead of the curve on just making sure all the major vendors are booked. Fabulous. Yeah, I do have that down, but I attribute that to me being stressed out and pretending that it's right now. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you knew what you wanted for the most part. Too, I did. Which was really great. Yeah. 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 I knew what I wanted before I was engaged. So <laughs> Such a good resource with uh-huh. Ashley here. Yes, and thank God. <laughs> yeah, and don't be afraid to lean on your other vendors too mm-hmm. if you need recommendations yep. or anything like that. I just yeah. reached out to Chaz yesterday about um, a makeup recommendation. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I love the Portland event industry, you know, this like, this part Yeah, of it's a Oregon. really cool community. Yeah. Everyone just seems so willing to, to pitch in, to help, to lift up, to support each other. Yeah. It's yeah, a good it's community. Yeah. Super nice. I love getting NASA recommendations because then I can remember I can recommend people that I enjoy working with yeah. and I know will do a good job and I don't exactly. have to worry about that. Yeah. And then you'll see them again at the event, which is a yeah. win-win. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's way more fun that way too. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool doing an event when you're like, hey, we did that wedding together. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. remember when this happened? Was <laughs> <that> crazy? <laughs> Speaking of remember when, I want to hear about your nightmare. Oh, <laughs> yes. I want to hear this hot goss. Bless. Okay. Let me sip so my tea. It's coffee. This but. roller coaster of a day started. Um, well, I guess I should back up a little bit because there was a bit, a, a, a sprinkling, I guess you could say, of drama, like prior to the wedding day with this caterer. Just a drizzle. Um, mm-hmm, just a, just a skosh. <laughs> um, that I had heard, so this couple was from New York, they were mm-hmm. from the East Coast, so obviously they don't run in the circle, they're not hearing anything that's going on on our side of, of the United States or anything, but... They don't I know the hot goss. Hot wind, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Um, 
that uh, this specific caterer had ghosted uh, seven or so <gasps> weddings in one day. Seven. Mm-hmm. And had spoken to a photographer that was photographing at a wedding that this happened to. I'm sorry, did you say one day? Mm-hmm. Wait, they, so they booked seven weddings in one day and then didn't show up for any of them. Yes. That's crazy. No mm-hmm. call, no show. I so it's goosebumps. not, yeah, it's not even a, hey, I'm so sorry, we've had an emergent situation, we're not able to be there, we'll reimburse you and we'll be in touch, but I, we need you to have a plan B because we're not going to come in. Like, just, just flat out no communication whatsoever. So I heard about this and said, dang, I would be very remiss in my duties as a wedding planner if I did not inform this couple who does not live here mm-hmm. and therefore has not heard about this in any of their circles yeah. well even um, if you do live here not everyone is in touch with like so true well yeah and stuff. like we're in the industry I've never heard of any cater around like that that has done that so right. I mean yeah. some things yeah so let them know that gave them ick obviously oh yeah and um they chose to have a conversation with that the owner of that catering company and say what's what's going on give them a chance to explain themselves um, and try to like see the good and believe that the best you know scenario would happen, which is great. Yeah, I commend that. I love you know we all want people to be inherently good at the end of the day. Well, so. and who knows? It could have been just a nasty rumor. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, it ended up being an illness um, it, within the kitchen that took out several people, um, but still, in my opinion, from an event professional standpoint, not a reason to not call and inform people. Absolutely. That, yeah. There's got to be that somebody an there that can make some phone calls. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So the deposit ended up being more than uh, they were willing to let go of because the catering company was not willing to refund them based on the fact that they were no longer comfortable with them potentially being their caterer. So the day before the wedding, I called and had a conversation with the owner and said, hey, what time are you know you going to show up? We still good for 1230? You coming? Just trying to feel out like if there's anything that I can proactively get in front of or inform anybody about or anything like that. I will be there at 12. Everybody will be there at 1230. I will be there at 1230. You have nothing to worry about. And I said, okay, great, and got off the phone and then the day of the wedding, 1230 came and went. A bartender showed up who was asked that Thursday, so two days previously, to work this event. And I was like, that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the scheduling, but I would assume that someone would have their schedule like at least seven days in advance if they, you know, I would if hope they're so. going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We usually have like the bulk of our people scheduled. Um, we first... Um, make the request a month in advance to our mm-hmm. staff because we we staff on like a volunteer basis so we have um you know we have like our a list of people and then sure, if yeah. we don't get enough staffing we go to the b list but um two weeks out we send final confirmation of all the details and yeah. everything so, so they know staff. but if someone does call out sick or something yeah. you know the situation could have been that they were a replacement for somebody else this is potentially true. but this is true. given the other Given the circumstance, the yeah, yeah, it's probably not the case. <laughs> so the, this bartender shows up, and she was absolutely wonderful the entire day. She was a godsend for this particular family. Um, but then one thirty came and went, and ceremony was supposed to be at two thirty, and um, we were in the gorge, and it was a bit of a hike towards the ceremony location, as it was, and uh, I had to go in then at 145 
when there's still no one. And by and of course we've been calling, we've been texting, I've been emailing. Oh um, there God. is no there's no answer. There's no response. There's no yeah, we're on our way. We're just late. <sighs> there's nothing. No communication My whatsoever. Heart. Yeah, so uh, I had to go in and tell this uh, this bride's mom that oh. catering was not here after all morning assuring them that I had spoken to them the day before. Um, so mostly I was just really internally frustrated and essentially internally screaming because this How were company you not sobbing? Yeah, put me in this situation after I went out of my oh. way to doubly confirm with them that they would be arriving at the time that they had agreed upon. Um, and this family was from New York and I'm sure they can laugh about it now at this stage, mm -hmm. at, you know, looking back on it. They survived. But yeah, they survived. They <laughs> okay. thrived. Um, but they got off the couch and they all had very thick, like New York accents. And so they were all like, I fucking knew it. I fucking, I fucking <laughs> oh, knew man. it. I knew they weren't going to show up. I would love to be up. a fly on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, by, you know, the grace of the universe, this bride's brother happened to be a private chef in a previous life. She was like, okay, I'm going to send him to the store. He's going to get salmon. We'll barbecue. It was only 25 guests. Oh, thank God. We'll get a salad. Oh, okay. You I know, we'll get some like artisan bread. We'll just, we'll do a, we'll do a barbecue. That's what we'll do. Um, so <laughs> he goes off. We're now looking at probably like the nearest store is about 20 minutes away. So we're looking at like probably an hour delay in the in the ceremony timeline. She's supposed to eat dinner at like 4.30 or something like that. So mm -hmm. he ends up coming back from the store just as the catering van pulls in. Oh, my God. And this family surrounded this catering van. Terrifying. And this person got out with their hands up like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> and was like, I was called here on an emergency you know, like I came into the kitchen and it was called there as an emergency backup. Um, our owner is missing. The police are in our kitchen right now. What? And, oh, it gets better. <laughs> um, I, I have your food. Can I please set it out for you? And this family is like, no, get out. We don't need you. We're mad, et cetera. Then they kind of turn around and they say, well, wait, hold on, hold on. Leave the booze. <laughs> I love it. Oh, take, I like this family. Take the food, leave the booze. And I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Take the food, leave the booze. Yeah. <laughs> so this bartender's like, you know, schlepping all of the oh. beer and everything. And she was just lovely. And then they kind of come around and they say, okay, fine, leave the food. Leave the food. It's fine. But they were like, you're going to reimburse us for all the groceries Absolutely. that we just bought. Yeah, totally. So... The food gets set out. Everybody eats. They were lovely. The important thing about this whole thing is at the end of the day, this couple was so gracious when oh. they did not have to be. Mm -hmm. no. This is absolutely grounds for you to be. Flip out. Absolutely. Like incredibly upset and disappointed. Well, good on your for them day. for not letting it ruin yeah. their wedding day and for not taking it out on other vendors. Yeah. Still the best day ever for them. So at this point, we have one food service individual and we have one bartender that are working this event for 25 guests oh, i hope they got then, tipped well yes <laughs> right um then at about 4 30 other four other people in kind of catering attire like black pants white shirt mm -hmm. show up and i at this point have lost all of my filters and i just said who the hell are you get out 
And they said, oh, we're with catering company. And I said, where the hell have you been? And they said, well, we didn't know where the wedding was. <clears throat> Sorry, so what? We, we stopped and asked a pedestrian near here, hey, where's the wedding? <laughs> and they pointed what? up the hill. Up the hill. So we went up like the hill. Like a pedestrian knows? Yeah, yeah. And by the weird framing of the universe, there was a wedding up the hill that had drop-off catering. No. So this company's workers went and worked a different wedding, served somebody else's food to them. How did they not know? This is not what we tasted during our tasting. And then somebody, what? well, they didn't have, so it's not like this couple's food oh, per okay. se. Yeah, but they just the went. Right wedding's food, but the wrong staff. Yeah, the what? wrong staff. What? So they go and they're schlepping, you know. Oh my God. Potatoes to somebody else. And they have no idea. And then they go, hey, are you with Blah Catering? No, we're with Blah Catering. Oh, we're at the wrong wedding. Oh my God. So then they show up at the right wedding. <gasps> that is bizarre. Like just in time to kind of strike and clean everything up at that point. But the That's owner's crazy. still in, in jail or police oh, looking and for that him? Missing. That, missing. Yes. missing. That was the, the other thing was the next day I received a text message that said, I don't know why anyone was upset. Everyone arrived with plenty of time to spare. And I said, I thought you were missing. I thought you were dead. <laughs> and then she said, I don't know where you heard that. That's not true. And that was that was the end of it. Wow. What? That's incredible. It was a oh journey. Oh my god. I could not the like cherry on the top of just a wild ride. I've is been the here fact the whole time. The fact that these people went like asked a pedestrian. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's the they didn't wedding? have an address or like a venue name or anything. I mean, nope. it's right up the over amount there. Of preparation that we do ahead of weddings and communication exactly. is just like so thorough. I yeah. can't even imagine. We give GPS coordinates. Not yeah. Really I mean, we like given though that we are very like small tight. Like our yeah. owner is the head chef at all of mm-hmm. our events and mm-hmm. and just recently I handed over the torch on running the front and the event coordination to somebody I really, really trust, Mm -hmm. but we're not doing seven weddings in a day. We can really focus like on which like event that we have in front of us, but I just like cannot imagine like being so disorganized that all of that. And again, so like uh, what I was saying in the very beginning, disconnected from your own company. Mm -hmm. How, how, Yeah. (laughs) how, yeah. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Bridezillas are not born. They're made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm super curious about why the police were there. I <laughs> Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. not to mention, they. I grilled them about that when they showed up. I said, so what is the process when you hear that you have a gig coming up? Are you not given a, a call sheet with the, the time frame and the address and what time to go where and everything? And they were like, no. They just, we don't how get do that. they know? I, I don't know. They, they just, ask pedestrians. <laughs> They're like but trying I'm to like, tell us to do it to be a telepathy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, not to mention the fact that any timeline I send out has the couple's name at the mm-hmm. very top, the date, and the address at which things are taking place. Yep. Like, that is the very first thing you see in that top left corner. I'm like, there's, there's no, 
No question. Excuse. Yeah. yeah, there's no question. There's well, no even excuse. on our like on our contracts, it has timeline at the bottom. It yeah. has the address of it and everything. And when we get our timelines from the planners, we update that so it all matches. But yeah, that's just crazy lack of organization. Yeah. And An extreme communication, communication breakdown. Yeah. yeah. So sad. I yeah. hope I hope all the employees that did show up got at least paid. Yeah. I you know, I hope that too. I hope so. Yeah. Oh. That's I know they were, the family was super, super gracious, again, when they absolutely did not have to be, and I know That's that a that, good family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're so lovely. Love oh. love Who them. are you? Yeah. Leave the booze. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It uh, was so good. <laughs> that and there was, was, they literally had like an Uncle uh, Frankie, you know, there. I it was love just, it. Uncle yeah. Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> Your accent's way better. Yeah. It is really, yeah. <laughs> you sound like Mario. <laughs> Italian. <laughs> I've got some some Godfather action going on. <laughs> I've never been good with accents. <laughs> no, she hasn't. <laughs> they all sound like that. That's also her British accent. And Australian. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the same. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. well, that was juicy. Yeah, thank you <laughs> for sharing like that hot dish and all the wonderful insight. Yeah. We really appreciate you doing this with us. It's been really fun and insightful. Absolutely. And I I know that our listeners will also benefit from it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is your contact info? Yes. Get your plug in say, there. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone has any questions at all that they, um, you know, if you are a person that is getting married, you're a human that's engaged, and you just have the burning question that you want to ask a wedding event professional, my DMs are always open for that kind of thing. You can always email me. So you can find me. Read captions, too. Your captions are amazing. I've learned a lot. Yeah. Read the the (laughs) captions. Um, So I'm on Instagram as at Alston Mager Events. I am on the web at alstonmagerevents.com. You can get me uh, via email at ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, at alstonmagerevents.com. Yeah. Do it. Um, this has been an episode of the Wedding Tea Podcast. You can find us at us at weddingteapodcast.com, hello at weddingteapodcast.com, and on social media at Wedding Tea Podcast. Hosted and produced by Ashley Hunt and Kristen Hilton. Music created and composed and uh, performed by Mitch and the Melody Makers, a local Portland band. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>